Public Health Wales said that the new Welsh Government restrictions came into force at 6pm on Friday, covering travel and the hospitality sector. People living in Wales cannot travel to areas of England in Tier 3 or areas of Scotland in Level 3 or above. In these circumstances, travel out of Wales is only allowed under limited circumstances, such as for work or education. People you don't live with cannot come into your home unless you have formed an extended household or bubble with them except in very limited circumstances. Pubs, restaurants, bars and cafes have closed uh, from 6pm apart from takeaway services and will not be able to serve alcohol. It is now clear from the data that the coronavirus cases are rising in most parts of Wales, reversing the downward trend we had observed as a result of the firebreak. We ask the public to observe the regulations and to limit their contact with other people as much as possible so that we all work together to bring the numbers of positive cases down. The festive period is important for people across Wales who want to be with loved ones during the holidays, particularly after a very difficult year, but we would remind everyone that we must each continue to take personal responsibility to limit the spread of the virus and protect our loved ones, particularly if they are vulnerable or extremely extremely vulnerable. For many, this will mean that it isn't possible to celebrate Christmas in the way you normally would. We understand that people will want to do their Christmas shopping at this time of year. We would suggest to try to visit shops during off-peak times, to always maintain social distancing and to wear a face covering if you can. Options such as click and collect or online purchasing may also be something to consider. A Pembrokeshire out-of-hours mental health scheme has been praised in the Senate and held up as a possible way forward for the rest of Wales. The Pembrokeshire Twilight Sanctuary out-of-hours mental health service for adults is being piloted for three months until the end of February. The new service is a partnership between Mind Pembrokeshire, Heweldar University Health Board, David Powis Police and Pembrokeshire County Council. The service will support adults experiencing mental distress and those at risk of deterioration deteriorating mental health at a time when other support-based services are closed. This preventative service will provide early access to help, which will lessen dependence on core mental health services. It follows the success of the Twilight Sanctuary in Llanetli, which opened a year ago at Llanetli Mind, which was the first of its kind in Wales. Joyce Watson has praised the Pembrokeshire Safe Refuge for people experiencing mental distress. She said, I'm so pleased that the Twilight Sanctuary Service is now up and running here in Pembrokeshire. For the next few months, it will provide a safe refuge for adults experiencing mental distress in those crucial hours when other support services are closed. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. To see Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Peace on earth Can it be A 
years from now see, perhaps we'll see our finest Sounding festive for a Monday evening, it's Bing Crosby on Pure West Radio. And a very good evening. You're very welcome to Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone, the show proudly supported by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We're live on Facebook between 8 and 9. And in the first hour, we've got a whole range of sporting guests joining us as we put sport in Pembrokeshire first on Pure West Radio. Once again, a very good evening and thank you for joining us this Monday evening. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Loads to come on the show this evening and live, of course, after eight o'clock on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Uh, Gordon and Fraser will be with us for that. But joining me right now, top man Bill Khan. How are you, Bill? I'm fine, thanks. I had a lovely weekend yesterday. It was glorious. I actually saw Michael, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, out in the sea. It was freaking freezing, I would have thought. Tottenham won, sadly, because that takes you a step nearer winning your 10 quid charity pet, but you've got no chance. And uh, no cricket from South Africa. Oh. oh, I know. Called off right at the last minute as well. And, and yeah. the, the series must be in some doubt now. Yeah. But plenty of sport. You're right. It was, a, it was a busy sporting weekend. We'll talk about a last gasp equaliser for Haverford West County on the Bridge Meadow against oh. Kevin Druidsville. Yeah, last gasp indeed. Free kick just outside the box. 
Elliot Scott just took it. It looked as if it was going to go slightly off target, but it took a ricochet off a defender and let into the goal. It was late robbery. I felt really sorry for um, Kevin Drewards. I was talking to their, uh, their chairman, who, like Rob Edwards, is a, a person who has taken, you know, put some money into the club to try and raise a profile. A fella called Des Williams, lovely chap. And he, I could only console him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a little, for all the money that the Kevin Druids were going to pick up a really good win, uh, but have for West at least kept fighting. We'll talk a bit more about that in a sec. Coming up in the first hour, um, you, you've got an interview, Bill, that you did with Mark Edwards, and we're going to mm. hear all about an amazing endurance challenge that he did, the November Beast. Yeah, I think he was on day 21, and if you recall what happens is they do one a mile first day, two miles second day, three miles third day, I could do that. But by the 21st day, when I bumped into him, he was doing 21 miles. And by the 30th day in this, he was doing 30 miles. So those last few days, agony. But he did finish. I spoke to him, I say, when he had some days to go. I had no doubts that he'd finish because he's a tough cookie. Six, seven years ago, Benny was a bigger couch potato than mm. anyone I know. And then he started helped out by accident on a cycle challenge. And look at him now. He's amazing. And he's a lovely man. Oh, phenomenal. So that interview's to come. And we're talking local rugby in this first hour of the show as well, uh, with Gordon Thomas interviewing Matthew Snowy John. And Fraser is in Fishguard as well, isn't he, uh, Bill? Yeah, he's talking to a John as well. Isn't yeah. John? Uh, Matt Snowy, Matthew is, is known as Snowy to everybody. But he's got, you know, brownish, darkish hair. He must have had blonde hair when he was a kid. He played rugby for Bedwas. He's a very committed, very sort of aggressive centre and fullback in his day. Did a bit of coaching with Langham and now he's coaching, he was injured. He had a, a, a bad injury in his hand with a chainsaw, would you believe? Wow. And uh, he then came back and he's coaching Hampton West. He's effervescent, he's lively, but he again shows the despair that people are having to feel at the moment because they can't play, you know. Mm. Ben John is interesting. He played a bit for Hampton West as well, although he's a fish guard boy. He works in the hospital, so he's one of our unsung heroes. He played at one time um, in the centre. Not many you know switch from centre to second row, and he's a great success at it. He's very good at his his work with it. But he's saying the same again, and he? he wants to play uh, rugby, and at the moment they cannot. Indeed. So those interviews coming up between now and eight o'clock this evening on Pure West Sport. And also, Bill, uh, people may have seen on your website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk, a tribute to a Cresselli legend and someone that I remember us interviewing years and years ago. And I know someone who was a great friend of yours that, that we very sadly lost over the weekend. He was hugely respected in the county and quite rightly so, Morris Cole. He was the doyen of uh, cricket now. The old, he was sort of the younger one of the old characters like uh, Stan Richards, John Griffiths, those sort of guys, Cyril Venables, I could go on with them. They they ran the county club and everybody in the county knew them and respected them. Morris is the last one of those really that was held in almost in awe in his own club. He still turned up on a Friday night to watch the kids. Mm. He was at, at every match with his lovely, lovely wife, Janet. My heart was out there. And uh, He'll be a great loss. There's a whole of it. And we won't see his like again, Ben. He's a character in the loveliest possible way. He'll be greatly missed in Cresselli and oh. beyond yeah. in the world of Pembrokeshire cricket. No doubt about that. Uh, and as I say, Bill's touching tribute on pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. And I know we send very, very best wishes uh, to his family because that was some, some sad news. No doubt about that. Absolutely. 
It is Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Bill Khan with us. He's going to stay with us as well uh, as we talk about Haverford West County's one-all draw with Kevin Druid. So we're going to do that in a few moments' time for a Monday evening on Pure West Radio. Oh, Farm ice cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. Ho, ho, ho! Santa here to tell you all about the Pure West Radio Christmas Extravaganza, their biggest ever giveaway, with over 24 unique prizes valued at over £2,000. Visit purewestradio.com to find out what prizes you can win by checking the interactive advent calendar in association with Premier Shine of Haverford West offers a personal customised detailing service to suit you, the customer. If your car needs some TLC, we can help. Call Craig on 07856 793 642. The Queen's Hall is a premium events venue hosting everything from live music and shows to cinema. The venue hosts a range of classes, art exhibitions and creative workshops throughout the week. You can also book the venue for your own function or event by visiting thequeenshall.org.uk or give them a call on 01834 861 212 for more information. Ho, ho, ho! Don't forget, a new prize is added every day until Christmas Eve. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for me, Santa, and all my friends here at Pure West Radio. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Nothing ever slows her down and a mess is not allowed. Oh. 
shot late for work Mother has to iron his shirt Then she sends the kids to school Sees them off with a small kiss She's the one they're going to miss in lots of ways and our house on Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Loads to come in this first hour of the show. Uh, we're going to be hearing from a couple of local rugby players, actually. We're at Fishguard RFC with Fraser Watson talking to Ben John and also at Haverford West RFC with Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas having a chat to Matthew Snowy John talking local rugby and how our clubs can continue to have to work hard, stay in training and just just see what happens in terms of games being able to resume. But we've got Bill Kahn with us for the time being and we're going to have a look at Haverford West's last gasp 1-1 draw against Kevin Druids because they left it late. What were your thoughts on the game, Bill? Well, it, it's strange, isn't it? They had a dire game against Flint not so long ago. Then they played superbly and won well at Carnarvon and then beat Aberystwyth quite deservedly at home. On Saturday, they looked tired, jaded. They were by far the weaker side. <clears throat> um, Kevin Druids came there. They were lively. I, I chatted to them. I said that they... Um, chairman, who's a, a sponsor of the club, benefactor, and uh, and he was. I said to him at the end, "I'm so sorry. We've we've rifled that from you, really." And and first half, Harvard West County. I don't think had a shot on goal. They went ahead uh, right at the start of the second half. A couple of defenders backed off, and uh, one of their strikers scored a, a useful goal there. Um, shot is straight at Wojciech Goida. He tried hard to, to get it out, but he ran it. So 1-0 and that's the way it stayed until the last minute. And it would be unfair to say that Hanford West had many clear-cut chances because they didn't. I was talking to Wayne Jones after, he's always very honest, and Chairman Rob Edwards who can come down from London again now and he was there giving his support and they both agreed that we were the poorer side on the day. But tomorrow's another day, Ben, and of course they've got another home match. I did say to you if they got six points from nine, I thought that would be... Uh, you did. That's impossible now. So it's either going to be uh, four or seven. Let's hope it's the latter. Mm. They, they seem to play better against the better clubs. But that takes nothing away from uh, Kevin Druids because they played 
really well and deserved a win. Elliot Scotcher got the goal. And I think what Wayne Jones will say, Bill, is that at least they, they did keep going and, and they kept oh, yeah. going right to the end and they salvaged a point, albeit one maybe they didn't quite deserve, but they have to take a point and, and move on. And, and he'll take something from that, I would think. Yeah, to quote a well-known local fella called Gordon Thomas, who was there with me <laughs> alongside Watson, it, Gordon always says it is what it is. And Wayne Jones could quite rightly point that it, out to the fact they should have had a point against uh, New Saints and didn't have one when he died last mm. second. So they've taken a point. And in the end, it's a point, I feel a point one, not two points lost, because on the day there was something lacking. He's already told me he'll be making changes for tomorrow. Some of the players look jaded. I mean, Sean Pen- uh, Pemberton went off, the captain. Mm. He was exhausted. And a couple of others, Ben um, Fawcett had run himself into the ground there. So I think he's going to have to try and inject a little bit of fresh legs into the side. Um, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night and we'll be there. I think Gordon's coming and Fraser's not. Of course, he's deserting us going up to Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> Typical traitorism on his part, Watson. <laughs> but barrier fourth, barrier fourth, and and j- just four points ahead of Haver for West County as well. So it, it's a big game for the Bluebirds tomorrow, no doubt about it. And, and they'll be hoping they can catch Barry napping. Yes, I I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I really mm. wouldn't because Southampton West are at the moment. It's a roller coaster ride, but in the end, you know they. Wayne Jones is superb at raising the sort of morale of the team. I mean, after that game with. Uh, Flint to go up to Carnarvon and win 4 0 was incredible. Mm. And I just wish them luck tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to it already. It should be a good game. Quarter to eight kickoff. And then, of course, the small matter next Saturday of another game with Kevin Druids away from home on Saturday. So the games are coming thick and fast. They are. I mean, to play these games, they played four games in 12 days <laughs> and then it'd be five in 15. It's too much for people who are working all day, Ben. That's the problem. Mm. You know, these are part-time professionals they're not full-time like some of the guys up north wales and and you know weariness creeps in there's no doubt about that but they looked uh, uh, a side that needed a breather on saturday definitely Indeed. Well, good luck to the Bluebirds tomorrow night. Let's hope they can get that uh, win, which will actually send them to Kevin Druids next Saturday, full of confidence. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Bill, thank you very much indeed for now. It's Monday evening. We're live on the Facebook page from eight o'clock and it's all to come here on Pure West Radio. Come down.
and two princes on Pure West Radio. Monday evening, I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport and good to talk to Bill Kahn with some reflections on the one-all draw for Haverford West County in the Cymru Premier League on Saturday. Don't forget PembrokeshireSport.co.uk. Fraser Watson wrote the match report this week and you can have a look at that for the latest sporting news featuring the Bluebirds and so much else that goes on in Pembrokeshire on Bill's website. And the Bluebirds are back in action tomorrow night when they play host to Barry Town United. That's a quarter to eight kickoff. Uh, now let's go out and about every week. Bill, Fraser and Gordon meet up with some real sporting characters from Pembrokeshire and beyond. And this week, Bill's been finding out about an endurance challenge. And I love my running, but this is just something else that Mark Edwards has taken part in to raise money for charity. And he spoke to Bill whilst the challenge during November was in full flow. Have a listen. I'm delighted to be talking to Dave, someone I could describe nicely as a lunatic, because he's part of a challenge at the moment that I couldn't do. Mark Edwards, it's lovely to see you. You've been a busy boy. Tell us about this uh, beast, I think it's called, is it? Yes, it's um, the November beast. It's it's a mile a day every day, so on the first day it's, it's one. Yes, adding a mile a day. Yes, adding yeah. a mile a day. I could do the mile a day. <laughs> <laughs> We're on day 21 now, so I've just done about... Um, uh, 20 miles, so I got one mile to go. So, so I'm delighted. Delighted. What do you say? Three o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's um. No, so by it's... the end of November, you'll be yes. doing 30 miles yes. in a day, having yeah. done 29 the day, the day before. before. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's it is a huge challenge. I think last year only three finished out of about 40. 40 odd I think there's still about 30 odd still in it now well I got money on you to yeah. finish and Graham Williams because he's <laughs> another <him>. mad one <laughs> yes no yeah hopefully hopefully bar injury we'll, we'll manage to do it hopefully 
Mm. I mean, you love challenges. You've been yeah. on Ironman all, yeah. all over the world in some ways now. Yeah. But what persuaded you, I use that word advisedly, yeah. to take part in this? Um, it's it's another big challenge, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's like for when you get to mile, well, when you get to 13, it's a half marathon and then 14, 15, you know, it's a hell of a challenge. So, it, yeah, it's another challenge after the... The triathlon I am mm-hmm. yes. And you're doing this yeah. to raise funds, which yes. is great. Yes, that's right. It's for Mind and Make-A-Wish. So, um, yeah, two fantastic um, charities, which which is, yeah, money is, which they desperately need. Yeah, and we'll give you a free advert now. Let's yeah. say if anyone wants to help in yes. any way with this, and yes. they know Mark Edwards <laughs> from Eddie's, yeah, only got to give you a shout and you'll be glad. You don't yeah. care how much it is. If it's no. a fiver, it's no. all a help. Anything. If it's a pound, two pound, five pound, whatever, it'll be, yep, yeah, whatever. Mm. 50 pence. Whatever it is, it all makes it all makes up. And yeah. So how do you decide? I mean, you've got you know you want to make it interesting because you've done yeah. twenty one today, it's twenty two yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Do you decide in advance a route that's going to challenge you or have a nice view? Yeah. Um. We just go out. Like today, we've been running up um, on the Cardigan Road out towards uh, the the Aerodrome mm. round there, back down the Fish God Road, just round Haverford West. Really, we mm. sometimes go down on the the footpath to Nayland. We do that route. Yep, so it's it's we mix it up. We have gone out to Sutton um, mm. last Saturday, out that way, Sutton and down to Broadhaven and back. So yeah, when you say we, yes. sometimes you've got pals you're running on your own today. Yes. Who's uh, who's involved with you in that? We've got there's Graham's on it today. Graham Williams. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Andrew's just passed now. Andrew Pierce. So um, yeah, there's 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 quite a few. I understand Shane Williams did it last night on the treadmill, so he got up, he couldn't sleep. Yeah. Great. So that's good. Yeah. And also. You can actually run if you sweat. You could stay indoors. That's cheating. Yes. That is mine. No. You wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. And there's going to be a big day now on the last day when yeah. you're on your 30 miles. What yes. are you going to do there, Mark? Um, it's uh, We're going from Amroth. I think it's probably um, about 7 o'clock in the morning. And then it's 30 miles. Uh, so we'll probably go out 15 miles somewhere and back 15 miles. Finishing that in Amroth. In Amroth. Foot there. Yes. In yeah. Finishing the, and yes. you mentioned Shane Williams, name dropper that yes. you are, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, Shane's doing it and who else yes. is involved from international rugby? I understand that uh, Ryan Jones. Yeah, I'd heard yeah, that. Yes. I'm not sure about Ryan. I, I haven't heard much. Yeah, Shane, Shane is doing it. And we met up with uh, Rob Evans... Oh, aye, he ain't running yeah. 30 no, miles no, a day. Right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Evs. Yeah, but he's training, he's training, yeah. training, training hard. Good. Yeah. And, you you know, you feel good. I mean, we yeah. always said, and we, you were the archetypal couch potato oh, till a few years ago when you went on the PEMS to yeah. Paris run. Yes. But you've taken it on and you say to others, yeah. it's good for your mental health as well as oh, for your physical health, isn't it? Huge. It's, yeah, it's huge. Um, yeah, five years ago I started and, yeah, it's just gone on from there. But Because I've never done sport, so... So oh, you were a goalkeeper once and oh, lost sixteen yeah, nil. <laughs> we got to the final once and lost seven nil. So that was yeah. the end. of You that. didn't get asked again. No, that was the end. <laughs> yep, I was convinced. <laughs> yeah. So day twenty-one yes. today. Now, yes. where are you going to run tomorrow? Tomorrow now, I think we're going to go from Johnston to Nayland and round that way. Oh, yeah. yeah On the old railway track, then. Yes, yeah. yeah. Round down hey, that's that all flat. Yeah, um, we're going up to Waterstone. Oh, that's so all that's, right, then. that's a bit of a hill, a little bit of a hill up there. Yeah. But coming down is nice. Yeah. Coming down is lovely. Well, listen, I wish you every success. Thanks. And don't forget, I'm happy yeah. to, to sponsor you because yeah. you're doing a great job. No, thank Mark, you. Uh, thanks for talking to us. See you again. Thank you so much. Well, a huge congratulations to Mark Edwards and Graham Williams talking there too. 
Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn, a phenomenal challenge taking on the November Beast and a massive show of endurance, raising money for Mind, the mental health charity and also children's charity Make-A-Wish. Massive congratulations. That's absolutely brilliant. Still to come in the first hour of Pure West Sport, we've actually got features on two Pembrokeshire rugby sides as Gordon Thomas talks rugby with Matthew Snowy John at a recent Haverford West R. FC training session and Fraser Watson is speaking with Ben John about his involvement in rugby at Fishguard RFC. That's still to come in the first hour of the show on Pure West Radio. Welcome to the VC Gallery Bridge Street Haverford West, a gallery that belongs to the community. You may have seen us on Bridge Street while out and about in town. On your first visit to the gallery, you'll find that instead of being devoted to the metropolitan art scene, we're devoted to you and your community. Sure, you can find professional works from talented local artists, but what we're most proud of is the art on display from our own veterans and members. When you arrive, be sure to step upstairs and experience our year-long Art of Remembrance exhibition. Find us at 26 Bridge Street, give us a ring on 01437 765 873 or find us on Facebook. The VC Gallery Bridge Street, the gallery that belongs to you. West Radio.
It's Adele and Skyfall on Pure West Radio. Monday evening, I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. We're live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9 when we bring you the second half. But just a quick look back on some football from the weekend, first of all. And Swansea City were 2-0 winners against Luton Town at the Liberty Stadium with goals from Connor Roberts and Andre Ayew. Swansea go fourth in the table. Pembroke's Liam Cullen played 70 minutes and the Swans take on AFC Bournemouth tomorrow, again at the Liberty Stadium in a 7.45 start. Meanwhile, former Swansea defender Joe Roden was a late substitute for Tottenham as they beat Arsenal 2-0 in the Premier League. Let's get back to local rugby right now on Pure West Radio. And this week, Gordon Thomas has been at Haverford West RFC. I'm talking to uh, Matthew uh, John, better known as uh, Snowy. He's uh, head coach with Halford West RFC with Simon Petit helping him. We, I'm down at STP on the Astros turf. It's a filthy night, Matthew. Horrible. But uh, you've got a good turn out of boys playing touch rugby. It's great to see that you're keeping them all together. How long has this been going on, Matthew? So about before we had the Welsh lockdown we were just training as usual and we come together as coaches and decided what would be best is probably start playing a bit of touch keep the boys together so initially we had a bit of interest we had about 25 26 boys the first week and now we're up to our quota to be fair we have a maximum of 30 boys allowed so we've got four teams running and yeah for the full hour boys are enjoying it it's good to keep them together and engaged yeah i can see uh, that you're doing all the protocol properly here and uh, it's great to see the lads enjoying the thursday evening together because what you're doing is keeping them all together yeah there's a time when it's very difficult to to do that matthew exactly it's all about engagement at the moment so we haven't got any end game as such double you haven't said when we can go back to full-on rugby so it's, we, like I said, we come together, the coaches sort of touch is a good idea. Simon started off, to be fair to him. Yeah. And yeah, we've had decent numbers. Yeah. Are you looking to sort of uh, pick it up over the next few weeks? Is there any signs of that happening? <sighs> you think... know, is there any sort of structure to the training? Are you going to start any fitness or anything? As soon as we get the green light from the WIU, we'll start doing more team-focused stuff. But yeah. like I said, when will that be? That's the big question on everyone's lips. So for now, we're just going to focus on fitness through touch, which is brilliant in itself. New Zealand, that's all they do with their juniors. Touch, touch, touch. Look how good they are at their handling skills. It's important to have the basic skills, Matthew. You know, handling and, uh, you know, offloading in uh, in the tackle, which you can't do. Communication. Communication, yes. First couple of weeks, the boys were moaning and groaning at the refs, and that's been a critical... Point with Alfred West in previous season, moaning at the ref. So tonight, massive improvement. And even that is pleasing to see, to be fair. Yeah. Well, obviously, you've played at a lot higher level, is Matthew. Yeah. You know, you played with Bedworth in the Premiership for a few seasons as well. Yeah. And you have obviously got a lot of uh, knowledge to pass on to the boys. And hopefully, Alfred West will benefit from it. Yeah, it's all about enjoying. That's what I say to anyone. Wherever you are, whatever club you're at, if you're enjoying it, then you'll do the business on the pitch. If you're not enjoying it, then what's the point in playing? Yeah. Especially at amateur level, where if you get good numbers, that's half the battle. Yeah. 
What about the social side of it, uh, Matt? It's a bit difficult at the moment. Obviously, the club's been open and closed, open and closed. But, you know, we all know that rugby is, has a social element of, of uh, keeping the camaraderie going. Is there anything that you can sort of uh, bring the boys and engage in that sort of field? Or, bit, or is it too difficult at this moment in time? It's too difficult at this moment in time. We're a bit reluctant to. But I'm sure when it kicks off back when we're allowed, we'll make up for lost time. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you'll drink the me, what, me, be, yeah, me being one of them yeah you'll drink but, the club but, mate. yeah like I said it goes back to enjoyment doesn't it so the social yeah. element you're playing amateur rugby yeah what we want to build at Half of West is boys and their misses after the game all in the clubhouse having a sing song yeah. don't have to be every week but when we have big games yeah. we want that clubhouse to be lively yeah full of people yeah. enjoying themselves yeah and I, to be fair Langham do it well They've always got boys there after the game, drinking, enjoying themselves. And it's not, you don't have to be every week. No. But when the big game's there, you, and if you get a result, all yeah. together then. Yeah. Well, it's important that you get that in place. But with the COVID, obviously, it is very, very difficult. It's lovely to see that you're out there with the boys, giving your all on a Thursday evening here. Yeah. And uh, as I said before, everybody is benefiting from it. And I hope when the season does return, You'll have a good turnout, Matthew, at Alfred West. Brilliant, thanks, Gordy. Yeah. Appreciate okay. appreciate your time. Yeah. O- also, we're hoping to start a touch league now, end of March. So, I've spoke to a few other teams. Okay. So, are you talking about other clubs? Involved, other clubs, then? yeah, involved. That would be good, Matthew. So, yeah, we're aiming for six teams, but hopefully get eight, and then it'll run for say six to eight weeks yeah. from the end of March up to yeah. when the cricket starts. Yeah. And like I said, just engaging lads again. Yeah, and then hopefully we will come to the summer months and by September we'll have a rugby season again, Matthew. How do you feel about that, mate? Drink a froice. Very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. I'll uh, speak to you again at some point when we're back, mate. Yeah, brilliant. Cheers. Thank you, Matthew. Well, let's hope we do see local rugby back in Pembrokeshire sooner rather than later. That was Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas talking to Matthew John at Haverford West RFC. And if you would like to feature on a future edition of the Pure West Sports Show on a Monday night, maybe Bill, Gordon or Fraser could come down and interview you and do a feature. Do get in touch. Uh, Just send us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com. It's Monday evening, and I have to say, it doesn't feel like it's going to be Christmas until this song has played on the radio. Here's The Pogues and Fairy Tale of New York on Pure West Radio. There was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, Won't see another one. And then he sang a song, The rare old mountain dew. I turned my face away and dreamed about you. Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time 
Sounding brilliant for a festive Monday evening on Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire and beyond. It's Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. After eight, it's the second half live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. If you haven't liked that yet, go along and do that right now. The videos are live and they stay up there as well. You can look back on some of the previous interviews that we've done. Last week, we had our special guest, top broadcaster Phil Steele. And you can watch us talking rugby with Phil on the Facebook page today after eight. Well, we're going to be talking to someone who's got Olympic aspirations. Haberford West's Ben Llewellyn is a sharp shooter who won a silver medal for Wales 
in the men's skeet in the 2018 Commonwealth Games in Australia. And his eyes are very much on the Tokyo Olympics. Of course, one of the the biggest events, really, to, to fall victim of the coronavirus, now rescheduled for next year. Then will be our special guest on the show after eight o'clock. Uh, but right now, let's talk rugby once again. And Fraser Watson has been out and about for Pure West Sport in Fishguard. Well, we've spoken at length in the last few months about the, the problems and dilemmas which have faced our local rugby clubs and, and the players involved. And one player who has been heavily involved over the years at Fishcott RFC and a pivotal player in a couple of promotions as well is Ben John. Ben's here with me now. Firstly, from a personal point of view, Ben, what kind of shape are you in and how have you found it without maybe having the motivation of matches to train towards? Um, well, the shape I'm in physically is... We've had lots of rest, so any of the bumps and niggles that sort of hamper you throughout the season have gone already, you know. I think the last time we played was January, Nankaredig away, I think, so that's a long time to have not been playing rugby, you know. I think the dad bod is sort of in full swing <laughs> at the moment, you know. But it's tough. The boys have been training, the club has been training, um, but in terms of... It's the incentive side of it. It's, the, it's just the want to... Like, the, the pandemic has hit us, and it's, it's taken... The sort of I think the emotion out of wanting to train and things like that uh, because rugby is such an emotional game I think that you've, you know you've got to mentally prepare yourself to hit for an hour and a half on a Saturday sure. and stuff and for your mates and stuff and so if that is taken away from you I think it's very difficult mentally to go through your process albeit a drill or training every week with no car at the end of just proving yourself or helping your mates out on the weekend. Coming from another angle there, Ben, I know you've had knee problems over the years, even well documented. You've had yeah. three operations, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Someone like you is obviously a great strain on your body and oh, yeah. we're not getting any younger, I suppose, no, either. So, not, so has it almost been a chance to reboot in that sense? Has it done you some good physically? I think so, yeah. And, you know, I, I talked a lot last year that this was going to be my last year just because my knee health, because yeah. people that know me that have just mates orders for played against me, I've heavily strapped and I, I've gone through a lot of trouble with it. A couple of nicknames as well. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think mentally it has definitely helped me just sort of push me on that a little bit more to play a little bit more into our senior years, should we say. I've always said that it's probably my last year, but if the, but I have to pay a bit of rugby for that to be my last. Sure. Year. Just because my knee health is, is is good at the moment, I want to finish. You look at Sam Warburton; has been well publicised. He stopped playing because he couldn't play on the trampoline sure. with his daughter. Yeah. I don't want to be in that. Don't get me wrong; I'm not playing test rugby every week, but um, I want to. I want to be able to be healthy when I retire. I mentioned the introduction there. Fish could have won a couple of titles over the years. Went from Division Three to Two. Really battled hard to hold their own in Division Two. You yeah, and, and you have done yeah. very well, but. You know, I was being involved in some of those contests at the level. They're physical, quite a traditional contest. Definitely. How does someone like yourself, who is in the back of your mind, carrying a long-standing knee injury, yeah. has had those operations, how do you get over that mentally and put everything in? And bear in mind as well, you're almost a special case. You know? You've switched from centre to, to second and back row in yeah. recent times. You know, does that play in your mind? It does, yeah. I think you know, anybody who's come out of a long-term injury, it's the mental side of things that really take the time to get over you can get in the gym, you can pump as much weight, you can run the roads, you can do whatever you want. Physically, it's, it's probably easier. It's long. It's a long process, but it's easier to get that because it's just a process. In your mind, you're going to be scared. The first tackle, the first, you know, the first carry, whatever. But it's just time. It's taking things bit by bit, you know, getting one of the boys just to, just to defend you and just getting more and more sort of um, play on that knee. Um, I think we're lucky in rugby where, you know, it's not like a game like football, which is 360. Rugby is forward, mm. as you know. As we are coached as kids, we've got to go forward. So I think you know, staying in a linear fashion. I think as I, I was playing the backs, I played at twelve. I I went forward, 
and I think that as well helps that being back in the forwards, you know, there's a lot of pushing and shoving. I think naturally then it strengthens your knee as well. Sure. And then talking more from a team point of view, we just mentioned there, you know, and I always credit Fish Guys because you were, I think, the only side to have actually won that Division 3 West Day since it was formed, yeah. who have gone up into two and actually stayed there since. Oh, really? I didn't you, know You that. see a lot of teams who shoot up yeah. and then for various reasons we could go on for forever and a day whether you call it travel higher standard of rugby the higher levels of commitment it doesn't it doesn't last yeah, like you guys have had to battle hard to stay up there you know oh, and time, so you yeah. must be proud that you've actually gone up and become a sustainable division 2 side definitely definitely you know those wins the win, every win is is a real challenge for us like you said because we are a small community and a lot of us you know there's very i've come I was originally from Halford West but i live in the area a lot of us are actually from Fishguard i think that that makes the group a bit more special then because we are not pulling in from everywhere. Yeah. We've had to do it for injuries, things like that. You've played for us a couple of times, like you mentioned. I think it just makes things a lot more sweeter. And when we get on a bit of a roll, we're a bit tighter as a group because we know each other. We know each other's families. And yeah. we know, you know, sisters, brothers, mums, dads, you know, we know we know each other's community almost, you know. So it makes it a bit we sort of fight for each other a bit more. Sure, and it just this is one thing to round up on I want to touch on. We discussed a lot on this show about rugby mate perhaps coming too attritional. Yeah. Too much box kicking, too much hitting, not entertaining to watch anymore no. now there is another side to that as well you know these guys are higher stakes they're there to win you yeah. know and sometimes the results do have to come over and take a few what's the view on that have you noticed a shift at, at our level oh definitely since so when I, i've been playing senior rugby since i was 18 which is 13 years ago and i think the whole gym culture has kicked into rugby now okay and obviously rugby has been professional for for a little while but very not that long compared to places things like football. Mm. So I think it was just a matter of time before that gym culture is filtered down into the lower leagues. And you know, you've got guys that are in youth rugby, they're pumping weight since they're about 14, 15. And they're like almost mutants by the time they're 18, 19, you know, and that is definitely filtering down. And then obviously when you go up the line, you go to places like the Mumbles, Swansea area, they've got the university, so they're students, so they're just in the gym all the time. Sure. So certainly as you go up the line, I think in Pembrokeshire we're not blessed with size anyway. But I think the, gym, the whole gym culture has definitely hit, and it's so accessible now. You know, you've got gyms popping sure. up everywhere. People are stronger, faster, fitter, you know, just because they're taking care of themselves, because it's more accessible. And I definitely think that has paid um, tribute to that attritional sort of aspect of rugby, luckily. That's an interesting take. Well, it's been great speaking to you, Ben, and look after the knee and uh, keep retirement on hold. We hope to see you back out there yeah, soon. Yeah, great, mate. Yeah, just play some rugby first before I go. It'll be great. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking to Ben John at Fishguard RFC. And we do really hope we'll see some local rugby back sooner rather than later, certainly when it's safe to do so in Pembrokeshire. Don't forget, if you would like to feature... On Pure West Sport, do get in touch. It's sport at purewestradio.com. I'm Ben Stone. We're on until nine o'clock. And after eight, it's the second half with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Live on the Facebook page for a Monday evening. Joined by Haverford West's Ben Llewellyn, as I mentioned, going for a spot for Team GB in the Tokyo Olympic Games. We'll be talking to Ben after eight. We're also talking rugby. Sam Parry marked his first start for Wales with a try in the 38-18 win at Parker Scarlets against Italy. Absolutely brilliant for Sam and we'll pay tribute to him after eight o'clock and we'll look at the wider issues around the Wales side as well because Wayne Pivak is under some pressure. How do Gordon, Bill and Fraser sum up the autumn campaign? Will Pivak continue? If he doesn't, who should take over? Who could come in? 
or should the former Scarlet's man be given a bit more time? We want your views on that. You can get involved using the hashtag PureWestSport. Also, before nine o'clock, we'll be reflecting a bit more on the Sport Pembrokeshire Awards. We spoke about it last week, about the the Lifetime Achievement Award, but we're going to look a bit wider about who picked up what, different clubs and people and organisations that were successful in this year's awards. And Bill's going to be running down some of the winners from that event as well and as always we want you to get involved hashtag pure west sport leave us a message on the pure west radio facebook page that's all on the way after we get the latest news for pembrokeshire for a monday evening it's eight o'clock From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. There have been a total of 146 cases of coronavirus in the three counties reported yesterday according to the latest figures released from Public Health Wales. There were 112 cases reported in Carmarthenshire, 11 in Ceredigion and 11 in Pembrokeshire. This brings the total for the last seven days to 495 in Carmarthenshire, 116 in Ceredigion and 212 in Pembrokeshire. Dr Chris Williams, the instant director for the COVID-19 outbreak response at 